Arkansas Razorbacks are taking on the LSU Fighting Tigers later on this afternoon. And it always just feels appropriate because this Arkansas team has improved a lot over the last couple of seasons. Eric Musselman at the helm, and that team overnight became a huge success and potentially a juggernaut in the SEC. Interestingly enough, Muss won't be part of the game, but not for the reasons you may think about, especially in this current climate that we're in. And we're going to talk about that and more with our next guest. He's aboard the 103.7 The Game Hotline, and that is Curtis Wilkerson, part of the 24-7 Sports Network, covers basketball and recruiting for hogsports.com. Curtis, first off, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you coming on and taking time out of your schedule on a Saturday morning to join the program. And first off, I'll talk about Eric Musselman. He is going to be out for this game, but not for the exact reasons a lot of people might think when they think about a coach being out in 2022. Usually it's because of the C word. This time it's because of a rotator cuff. How the heck did that happen, number one? And number two, how long could he be out for? Well, <laughs> you know, Eric Musselman, if anybody's watched him, he is an energetic and, and animated guy on the sidelines, and that carries over to practice. And early on in the season, he, he didn't like what he was seeing. He jumped into a practice drill, a live practice drill, and uh, wound up getting taking a tumble and getting landed on by Trey Wade, which which LSU fans will see today, this is a guy that's six 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 seven, probably about two hundred and thirty pounds. Uh, Eric Musselman is not that size, and so landed on his shoulder and, and tore his rotator cuff. And you know, Muss has been coaching through it for several weeks now, but you could tell it was really starting to bother him. Uh, he was talking about how it was kind of popping and, and clicking and catching on him, and uh, was having trouble sleeping on the road, things like that. He was trying to wait until the end of the season to get it taken care of, but. Uh, wound up going ahead and, and going under the knife and had a successful surgery. He is uh, obviously out today for this LSU game. He will not coach on Tuesday. Arkansas is back at home against South Carolina, and then it's kind of, a, I guess, a TBD on, on how he's feeling and how he's recovering from there. But, yeah, at least two games, the Hawks are going to be without Eric Musselman. But, I, you know, I've, it's not an ideal situation to be in, but Arkansas does have the luxury of being able to turn to a guy like Keith Smart uh, Baton Rouge native, by the way, um, in the interim, this guy he's coached head coach for three NBA franchises. So uh, we'll see how it goes, but I, I think Arkansas is probably going to be in pretty good hands. I think they're going to be in pretty good hands, especially when you think about this Arkansas basketball team over the last year or so. You have that big run in the NCAA <laughs> tournament, and now this team, it's it's 11-5, and five and you're playing against an LSU team that's currently ranked 12th, and I think a win on Saturday, the win later today could very well secure a t- spot in the top 10, which the Tigers haven't seen those heights in a long, long time. But what can you say about this Razorbacks team? 11-5, and five, yes, but I think there's still some game left to be played. I think this team could get back into that conversation as a sleeper team once they get into March. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. You know, coming into the season, obviously Arkansas was on the heels of that Elite Eight run. Uh, had four guys with significant starting experience coming back. But, you know, Eric Musselman's a guy that really likes to, to be active in that transfer portal. They had six new additions. And you just never know how long it's going to take for everybody to kind of settle under their roles and, and just kind of come together as a team. Uh, it's taken longer than they expected it to over the course of the season. And, you know, we've seen this with Eric Musselman's teams. He's, he's done a lot of winning since he's been at Arkansas. But in each of his seasons, they've had a stretch of about four or five games 
where it's just looked really uneven and disconnected, and they've struggled before really turning the corner. Uh, they, you know, they lost five out of six, and yeah, I think that's maybe the stretch that they were going through, but uh, had a really nice bounce back over, over Missouri to pick up their first SEC win in the midweek, beating by 44 points. So, um, you know, now you look at it and, and wonder if this could be the turning point for them, and uh, <laughs> I think Arkansas better hope it is because this is an LSU team that is just playing outrageous basketball right now. It's going to be the biggest test of the season for the Razorbacks, and uh, you know we'll we'll see what they we'll see what they're made of today in Baton Rouge for sure. I think one of the big star players for <laughs> the Razorbacks this year has been without a doubt JD Note, a transfer last season, a couple of years ago, I should say. And he absolutely has been on a tear, averaging 18 points a game. What can you say about what he's he's done for this team, especially when you look at his average number of minutes? He's out there grinding damn near playing 35 minutes a game. And it's impressive to see how much that starting five is just out there damn near being Iron Man when it comes right down to it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, you think about a guy like J.D. Note. He came off the bench last year. He was the SEC Sixth Man of the Year, uh, but you know was a, a pretty potent scorer for him off the bench, you know, a season ago, and kind of ascended into a starting role. And, and he's really, you know, you mentioned he's been the guy for Arkansas. He's been one of the constants. You know, there's been one of the issues with the team so far has just been inconsistency from from guys up and down the roster from game to game or, or even within games. Uh, but you know what you're going to get from JD Note. It's a lot of shots and, and usually a lot of points. And he's been phenomenal. He had a, a, a really good offseason, uh, put on some weight, added some strength and some explosion, uh, and really got his body uh, into the type of shape where he can go out there and play nearly 40 minutes a game. Uh, and Arkansas needs him for every one of those. He's, he's probably their best creator of offense. Uh, you know, he can distribute. He leads the SEC in steals. So he's a guy that's really getting it done on both ends of the floor. And, you know, it's an Arkansas team that, as a group, doesn't shoot it very well from the perimeter. And you're playing an LSU defense today that's just so stingy when it comes to giving up points. They're going to need a guy like J.D. Note to create and have a big game to get out of there with a win. Talking right now with Curtis Wilkerson at 24-7 Sports, writer for hogsports.com, talking some uh, Arkansas Razorbacks basketball. But who else is going to have to step up Later on this afternoon, whenever these two teams square off, because obviously we talked about J.D. Note, he's going to be a huge part of it. But who else is going to have to be a, a crucial part of that? And how much is the bench play? Because when you look at kind of the average minutes, things just look a lot more lopsided where guys who are on the bench, it doesn't look like the, the there's not as much balance on it. I think that might be a big reason why early on the season there were some struggles. Yeah, it's been really interesting. You know, Arkansas started out 9-0, and this season before they hit that rut and during that good stretch, they used the same starting lineup the entire time. And, you know, they took a loss, uh, kind of exposed some things. They, they went down and, and took one on the chain against Oklahoma. And since then, actually, they've had six games with six different starting lineups, just trying to find the right combination. Uh, you know, who's going to get them off the fast starts? Who can they bring in to provide some pop off the bench? Uh, and I, I think maybe they've kind of settled on a group now, We'll see what they do today. They they usually surprise me every game with who they run out there. But uh, regardless of who starts, it's been interesting. You, you look, you talk about the minutes distribution. It's really been the same five, six, maybe seven guys who get the bulk of the load there. Uh, you know, in terms of guys who are going to need to step up, I, I think against you know, an LSU team that's so good at turning people over, they're going to need you know to give JD Note some help handling the basketball. You know, the, against Missouri, 
Arkansas started Note in four power forwards, which is a really unique look. Uh, and I'll be interested to see if they go with that again. I think they're going to need some more ball handling if that's the case. You think about a guy like Adebo Davis, who really came on strong last year and has been a leader for the team this year. Uh, he started most of the games. He's come off the bench the last couple and, and given him a good spark, but you might need him in there early. Uh, Chris Likes, a Miami transfer, has had a really good career. Uh, kind of the point guard type who can come in and, and dribble through some of those traps and that pressure. Uh, so I think the backcourt's going to be really important. And then you, you look at the front court, and for Arkansas, it seems like for the past 20 years, they've had to figure out how to guard Darius Days. I mean, this guy's just been a thorn in the side for the Razorbacks and a uh, big-time matchup problem. And, and so you look up and down the Razorback roster and, and you think about a guy like a Trey Wade uh, and all these Tony Pitt transfer guys who kind of fit the mold of being able to match him up. Uh, size-wise in the paint and, and maybe be able to get out there and close out on them on the perimeter. So I think a couple guys like that are going to be really important for Arkansas as well. And, you know, looking at the way things are right now <laughs> for this Arkansas team, you know, you want to starting off SEC play really, really well outside of the loss to Texas A&M. You're currently 3-1, and one, a big game. How crucial is it to kind of get this win over a top-12 <laughs> team in LSU to kind of move yourself up, because you look at what, the way LSU is in the Kempom ratings, they're ranked, I think last I saw they were ranked sixth or somewhere along those lines amongst the Kempom ratings. But moving up in the world, that that LSU game could loom large. Yeah, you know, it really could. And that's kind of the one thing about Arkansas right now. You know, you look at the schedule, especially in the non-conference, and it was pretty light, especially the home slate. They, they had some of those neutral side games uh that were okay, but the one thing that this resume is really lacking right now is that signature win. You know that, that people can point back to uh, on Selection Sunday. And, and yeah, I mean this is this is definitely the Arkansas's best opportunity to grab one of those early in the SEC slate, and and it's an important game too because you know, you, you take a look at Arkansas's schedule. It's the complete inverse, I think, of of what LSU has going on. You know they've been really really battle tested. You know, they played Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida. Auburn, you know, have been their first games in SEC play. Arkansas has been playing these teams that have been projected near the bottom of the league. And after this LSU game, uh, they've got a, a handful more of those before things get really wild uh, in February. Seven of Arkansas's last eight games come against teams that are currently ranked in the top 25. So they need to stack wins and they need to add a signature win. And this is going to be a really big one. It's a, a big opportunity uh, for the Razorbacks today, no doubt. And, and you're right, you know, a, a win over LSU and Baton Rouge would really vault them up in those net rankings and Ken Palm. Uh, and, and they're kind of playing with house money, too, because you go on the road and, and lose to a team as good as LSU, and it's not necessarily going to hurt you uh, when it comes to the analytics and things like that. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what kind of energy they come out with this afternoon. Exactly. And thank you so much for coming on, my man. We'll talk to you down the road. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. And more importantly, enjoy the game tonight. It sounds great. Really appreciate it.